Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AEW Rampage. We have a tag team battle royal to get a title shot against the AEW Tag Team Champions. The first one eliminated was Luther by a big boot from Big Bill, followed by the Butcher taking out Serpentico. Satin Singh catches Isaiah Cassidy before tossing him out. Matt Menard takes out Matt Seidel as Jeff Hardy took out Angela Parker. Ethan Page was trying to eliminate Jay Lethal, but Page gets tossed out by Satinum instead. As Lethal was celebrating, the Hardys pushed Satinum into Lethal, eliminating him. So Paige and Lethal start fighting on the outside all the way to the back. Big Bill tosses out Matt Menard as the Butcher and the Blade take out Christopher Daniels. Satinum picks up and tosses out Matt Hardy with ease. Then as Jeff Hardy was attacking Satinum, Cage and Bill double clothesline Satinum out of the ring. The Butcher and the Blade take out Jeff Hardy, so it came down to the two last tag teams in the Butcher and the Blade and Big Bill and Brian Cage. Bill and Cage take out the Blade, and then after the Butcher tries to fight them both off, Butcher gets clotheslined out of the ring as Bill, as Big Bill and Brian Cage win and get a future tag team title shot. Commander defeated Kip Sabian. It was supposed to be Scorpio Sky versus Sabian, but Scorpio suffered an injury and wasn't clear for this match. Commander hits an amazing shooting star press off the ropes to get the win here. The Kingdom, without Maria on their corner for some reason, defeated the team of Hayden Backland and Myeng J. Lee in under a minute after hitting the Proton Pack on Backland as Mike Bennett gets the pin. And in the main event, Hikaru Shida defeated Nyla Rose after hitting the Katana. Despite the outside interference from Marina Shafir, the Outcasts come out after to have a stare down with Shida as she did end up getting a title shot and winning the title on Dynamite 200. We go to Impact Wrestling on before the Impact, Joe Henry and Yu Uramura defeated Kenny King and Sheldon Jean after Henry took Jean to the outside as Uramura reversed King into a roll-up for the pin on the Digital Media Champion. On to the main show, Trinity and Danny Luna defeated the Coven, with Trinity pinning Taylor Wilde with this new sit-out driver type of move that I haven't seen her win with before, I'm not sure what the name of it is. Deanna Peraza comes out after and tells Trinity that she's going to cash in her rematch at Emergence. We see Moose and Brian Myers asking Legal Rush why he left them hanging last week. Rush asked them why they would align themselves with someone like Bully Ray, and of course Bully Ray enters the picture and starts yelling at Rush. Ray says that they all trust each other, and Rush says that he's not there to make friends. Moose said that they aren't trying to be friends, they just want to come together for one common goal, as Ray says that they need an answer before the end of the night if Rush is with them or against them. We see a video from Dirty Dango and Johnny Bravo, where Dango questions Santino Morella's MMA career, and brings up the rumors of taking his daughter on a date to Applebee's, and says that her favorite appetizer is double fried shrimp with cocktail sauce, and asks if she should call if he should call Santino dad. He said they hired Bravo as security because of there being a loose cannon boss here in Scott Demore and Santino with his puppet socks and says that he is no longer Johnny Bravo, but he is Dirty Dangle's personal security, Alpha Bravo. We have a Loser Leaves Impact match as Johnny Swinger defeated Zicky Dice. Uh, this match was forced by Scott Demore with the two friends here having a fight. And they tease doing the finger poke of Doom, but Dice turns that into a roll-up attempt. Swinger then starts leaving and says that he gives up, but Dice stops him and says that he have to, they have to finish this. Swinger says that it's Dice's time and tells him to go into his minicart to ride it. The same uh, minicart that, that Swinger rides, he wants Dice to ride in it. But he only attacks him, sends him back inside, and pins him with his feet on the ropes. So it looks like Zicky Dice, time in Impact Wrestling is over. Santino was backstage with Joe Henry and Yu Ramora, as Santino said that with European and Kenny King, maybe one day he could be champion, which got Henry a little bit nervous. So Santino proposes a triple threat match for next week with Henry, King, and Yura for the digital media title, as Henry looks a little bit concerned. Giselle Shaw defeated Masha Slamovich after Masha gets distracted by Jay Vidal and Savannah Evans brawling with Killer Kelly on the outside as Giselle hit her with the debut mod for the pin. 
We have a hype video for Jake Something before they announce that the upcoming schedule includes three shows part of the UK Invasion Tour coming up at the end of October. Tracy Brooks tells Frankie Kazarian backstage that she's known she's not a wrestler anymore, but Alicia is messing with her family, and she's going to ask Scott Demore for five minutes with her, but Kazarian tells her no and doesn't want her to get her, and Alicia isn't worth it. The Time Splitters defeated Moose and Brian Myers. This is actually the first time that Kushida and Alex Shelley have teamed up in a tag team match as the Time Splitters here in Impact. The win kind of came out of nowhere here with Myers trying trying to tag out to Moose, but Shelly rolls up Myers for the pen to get the win. Bully Ray runs out and joins Moose and Myers on attacking Kushida and Shelly, but Josh Alexander comes out to help them. Leo Rush runs out and aligns himself with the heels and joins the beatdown until Chris Saban runs out to even it out as the babyfaces had Leo Rush in the middle of them and then took them out. We see a video from Alan Angels who challenges Heath after he attacked him last week. We see the Rascals from last week where they called out ABC and tell Subculture they're coming for their tag team titles. They then bump into Mike Bailey in the parking lot and start throwing popcorn in his face, but Bailey calls them idiots. They start making fun of his kung fu, which leads to the following match. Zachary Wentz defeating Mike Bailey. Trey Miguel kept getting involved and eventually gets ejected as the referee was busy doing that. Wentz spray paints Bailey in the face, followed by the headlock DDT to get the win. Is there like a secret group chat between the Rascals and the Outcasts where they kind of trade tips on how to win with spray paint? Because I feel like they're both doing pretty much the same uh, shtick here. And in the main event, Eric Young defeated Nick Aldis. Young with new music and entrance here wearing a Doctor Doom like early Iron Man inspired looking mask here to the ring. And he gets a clean win after hitting the pile driver in his first match on Impact TV since November of 2022. After the match, Diener and Khan run out and attack Young. And it looks like Nick Aldis's time in Impact is done as well. We go to Ring of Honor on Honor Club, which starts with a pure rules match as Josh Woods defeats Eli Isom. The three judges here were Jerry Lynn, Jimmy Jacobs, and Kasura Shibata, who gets his own entrance. Woods did a couple of Shibata's moves and then won by submission with the Gorilla Lock. After the match, Mark Sterling gets on the mic and challenges Shibata on Woods' behalf for the Pure Championship, and the match is made official for next week. Trisha Dora defeated Vita Von Starr. Trisha Dora with a quick interview from earlier today where she talks about rebounding back after losing to Layla Hirsch at the Death Before Dishonor Zero Hour show. Vita, formerly of The Righteous, making her return here to Ring of Honor. And it's funny because I suggested on Collision Course that The Righteous could definitely use her back, so maybe that's on the table. She hung in there, but Adora stops her with the Lariat Tubman to get the win. Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony defend the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Championship against the Iron Savages and Jack Jameson making his Ring of Honor wrestling debut after being the manager for the Iron Savages for a bit here. Highly competitive match here with the Mogul Embassy having some guys who can match them in size for once, but Bishop Khan was able to hit Jameson with the pedigree to get the pen. I feel like the finish was a little out of nowhere here. It looked like maybe Toa Leona was out of his spot here, so Khan just pretty much had to call an audible and hit the pedigree. That's just my, uh, my two cents on that. Layla Hirsch defeated Becca in her Ring of Honor debut, familiar with Becca from her time in MLW, and Ian Riccoboni even brings up her pop store persona here, and she gets a really good reaction in Newark here, being her hometown. Despite that, Hirsch stops her with the running knee strike to get the pin. The Renegades defeated JC and Tierra James, both making their Ring of Honor debuts. Uh, JC is JC Storm, but she loses her last name here as Tony Khan still doesn't let unsigned wrestlers with the same last name as his own wrestlers use them. Kind of a WWE trope here. JC and Tierra have been pretty much everywhere in the last year or so, so I see nothing but big things for these two ladies, especially Tiara, who uh, just got into wrestling during the pandemic after binge-watching Total Divas, and we'll have a little bit more about Tiara James coming up later on in this podcast. The Renegades get the pin after hitting James with a sling blade heart attack move. Athena defeated Christina Marie in a Proving Ground match in a couple minutes after hitting a Roaring Forearm. The Kingdom defeated Rhett Titus and Tracy Williams in a pretty good tag team match that ended with them hitting the Proton Pack on Titus as Matt Taven gets the pen. Stokely Hathaway was backstage with Samoa Joe as they announced that there's going to be an eliminated tournament starting tonight to determine Joe's next challenger for the TV title. And we go into the first match here as Christopher Daniels defeated JD Drake to advance after hitting the best moonsault ever. 
Big Bill and Lee Moriarty defeated Gabriel Hodder and Adrian Soriano, who are part of the trios team Primal Fear, who have been part of Ring of Honor in the past, having their last match in 2021. Bill gets the pin easily after hitting a chokeslam. We go to the second eliminated match as Tony Nese defeated Cheeseburger. Nese did his crowd exercise while talking trash about Cheeseburger and eating cheeseburgers in general, but Burger hung in there until Nese hit a pump handle slam to get the pin in advance. Two more eliminated matches here as Gravity defeated Anthony Henry after hitting a top throw splash in a good matchup, and Shane Taylor defeated Serpentico after hitting a big splash as Taylor, Gravity, Nice, and Daniels all advanced to the next round of this tournament. And in the main event, Dalton Castle and the boys defeated Sunny Kiss, Slim J, and Jeeves K at the Trustbusters after Castle hit Jeeves with the Bangarang to get the pin. We go to MLW Fusion. Ricky Shane Page defeated Matthew Justice after hitting the Raven Effect DDT. The match had a bunch of weapons involved, but it never got too violent. Delmi Exo was getting congratulated backstage until Becca interrupts her and says that it's embarrassing that she holds both the, w- the MLW weather- Featherweight and WXW Women's Championships as Becca has top hits all over the world and it should be her. Love Dog interrupts and starts professing his love for Becca, but she stops him and tells him to never speak to her again. Pretty mean, Becca. Pretty mean. We go to Mr. St. Laurent, who's all wrapped up like a mummy after his attack from Microman and a second gear crew, and tells Mance Warner that he will send every lawyer at him, but now he has Matt Cardona on his side and challenges any member of the second gear crew to face Cardona at Fury Road. We get recaps of the picks so far in the MLW Open Draft with Matt Cardona, Kevin Blackwood, Love Doug, and O'Shea Edwards before finding out that the fifth pick is indeed the aforementioned Tiara James. Jacob Fatu gives a warning to RSP about calling him out and says that he's knocking on the wrong door as it feels like we've been setting up this Jacob Fatu Ricky Shane Page match for a long time now and it's just no who knows what is happening honestly I'm pretty sure it's been taped uh, months ago but we just haven't seen this match just yet. We have a Beaumaier Fight Club tryout match as Mr. Thomas who comes out with O'Shea Edwards in his corner takes out Jay Bougie who I've definitely seen in some independent shows. Uh, Thomas gets the win after hitting a powerbomb, but Bougie definitely did enough to impress Thomas and says that he rolls with Beaumaier now, so it looks like he is down with Beaumaier. Willie Mack hit a promo, said that he's used to people doubting him, but every doubt he, he gets fuels his fire, and to keep doubting him is that it only makes his job easier. We get Mance Warner from Second Gear Crew accepting the challenge on behalf to fight Cardona at Fury Road. And we go to another Stage 1 match in the Opera Cup as Tracy Williams defeated Tony Deppin in Deppin's MLW debut after hitting a pile driver in a very good 11-minute-plus match here. And these two definitely have a bit of history in Ring of Honor, including Deppin beating Williams for the Ring of Honor television title. Williams are now face off against JV- Davy Boy Smith Jr. in the finals. And the show ends with MLW World Champion Alex Kane talking about his next week he's going to go to Mexico to have a warm-up match before he takes on Willie Mack at Fury Road. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes as the Tonga Twins defeated Gigi Gianni and Robbie Rocket after hitting the Tonga Twist on Rocket for the pin. BK Rhythm defeated Foxy Fierce quickly after hitting the her primetime finisher. The Mother Truckers defeated Holly Dead and Siren the Voodoo Doll after Big Rig Betty hit Siren with a stunner for the pin. And the main event for the WoW Tag Team Championships, Miami Sweet Heat retains, defeating Ariel Sky and Randy Rob of Team Spirit. Uh, Lana Starr and Coach Campanelli were arguing on the outside of the ring until Miami Sweet Heat hit the heat wave on Randy to get the pen. AG Lee got very excited before this match because she got a bow from Randy Rara. NWA Power, Chris Adonis defeated Damage and Dak Draper in a triple threat match after Aaron Stevens, who was outside for Damage, inadvertently knocks out Draper with his loaded glove right into the master lock by Adonis as Draper passes out. Judaius defeated Gags the Gimp in a submission match, with the story being that Gags likes pain and he couldn't talk. Uh, he doesn't talk, so he couldn't submit here. So as he's getting beat down, Jer- Jeremiah Plunkett runs out and tells Judaius to stop, but Judaius just chokes on him. 
And he keeps punishing Gags until Sal the Pal runs out, and instead of throwing a regular towel, he throws in a beach towel to end the match. Judas just takes that beach towel and chokes out Gags after the match. Joe Alonso and Fodder defeated Eric Jackson and Robert Anthony after Alonso hit a rolling Death Valley driver on Anthony for the pen. Uh, Robert Anthony is Scion unmasked. It looks like the Scion character could be done for now. So Anthony is making his debut under his, uh, I guess, real name or against his uh, other gimmick name, Robert Anthony here. We have an NWA World Women's Television match as Kenzie Page and Angelina Love went the 605 time limit draw. Towards the end of the match, Love just chases Page as she's trying to avoid as the time runs out. We get a video from Violent J. Yes, that Violent J from the Insane Clown Posse of WWF Oddities fame, WCW fame. and says that he's coming to NWA and he's going to manage the Brothers of Construction. Of course, the clown is going to manage the clowns. And of course, they're going against La Rebellion, who is managed by Vampiro. And Violent J definitely brings up his history that he had with Vampiro in WCW and beyond. We go to Koa Laksamana, who's in the ring for an open challenge. And he wants to carry Morton because Morton disrespected his woman a couple weeks ago, Kalise. But instead, Ricky Morton comes out with Alex Taylor and said that they're going to introduce Thrill Billy Silas Mason to come out and accept the challenge instead. So Mason defeated Loxamana after hitting the throw wide. After the match, Ricky Morton asked Kalis for a kiss, but she slaps him instead. She goes to slap Mason, but he just doesn't, he no-sells it. And Carrie Morton finally comes out as the Southern Six embraces here. We go to NXT Level Up. Damon Kemp defeated Ikem and Jiro after picking up Jiro on his shoulders and dropping him back in a bridge suplex for the pen. We get an interview, an interview with the debuting Carmen Petrovic, formerly known as Monica Klasara, who was Von Wagner's therapist on that one episode of NXT. Carmen talks about how she's not intimidated as she grew up in a war-torn part of Eastern Europe and she's seen more before the age of five than most people have seen their entire lives. She says she has 23 years of combat experience as she's a third-degree black belt and a world-ranked karate athlete, so she's not intimidated, but to Determined. And we go to her debut match as she has a losing effort against Ivy Nile. Nice showing from Petrovic in his first television her first television match, uh, but now was able to trap her in the Dragon Sleeper as Petrovic taps out. So Petrovic kind of comes out with like I don't know how to describe it, like some sort of like martial arts type gimmick. She has like a sword and whatnot, so she definitely is playing up her background. And in the main event here, Duke Hudson defeated Luca Crucifino. Good showing from Crucifino, but Hudson was able to stop him with the crucifix bomb for the pen. We go to WWE main event. Sangha of Indushir defeated the Kiro Tozawa. Sangha comes out with Jinder Mahal and Veer. Uh, we haven't seen Indushir in a bit over a month here. As Kevin Patrick says, the reasoning for that is because tag teams are ducking them. So Tozawa tried to fight his way through this with kicks, but Sangha catches him and stops him with a big choke slam to get the pen in Sangha's main event debut. On the main event of main event, Nikki Cross defeated Caden Carter after hitting a top rope crossbody in a pretty competitive eight minute match. This was Caden's first singles match since being called up from NXT. The only WWE Network edition of the week was WXW We Love Wrestling number 47. But speaking of Peacock and the WWE Network, I would definitely recommend the American Nightmare documentary from Cody Rhodes, as well as Twisted Metal starring Samoa Joe. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. (laughs) 